Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Private home prices gained 2.2% in the whole of 2020, while HDB resale prices rose 5%. So why, in spite of resale prices rising, did more people find they couldn't fully repay CPF monies that they'd use for their homes after selling property in 2020? In fact, a rising number of sellers found themselves in this position compared to 2018 or 2019. The CPF board says most of these sellers were able to sell their homes at market value and no one was required to top up in cash. But that this situation means that this group will have less CPF monies to tap on for their next property or for retirement purposes. The selling of... The home paid for with CPF needs to take into account a full refund of the CPF money's use plus accrued interest at a rate of 2.5% per annum. Most of us know that. Is this headline, more people couldn't fully repay CPF after selling property in 2020, really a stark reminder of how the power of compound interest can swing against you? So besides knowing your housing borrowing limit, what are the factors that you do need to take into account when you are choosing to use your CPF for your home? And what does borrowing prudently, even from yourself, what does that mean? Joining me now as we break down the facts, Mr. Boone is author of The Landlord Club, Untold Strategies to Maximize Rental Property Returns. Boone, good morning. Why do you think we're seeing more people unable to fully repay their CPF use for their homes? Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me here. So let's check into this account. CPF is a very uniquely Singapore situation. So we always uh, will have a situation that we can use our CPF to use to downpay our property or we can actually use it for our housing installment. Mm-hmm. So as time go by, uh, there might be a good strong region that they might need to upgrade. So when they start to sell their unit, then they will realize that they are actually their CPF plus the accrued interest they are not able to cover back on this portion. Because don't forget, the accrued interest is 2.5% per annum. That's the basis of the accrued interest. Yes, correct. And it's compounding and it's every year. compounding every single year. All right. So, you know, sellers who couldn't repay their CPF and their accrued interest did not have to top up in cash if they sold at market value. How is market value determined, Boon? We actually look at the, uh, actually brainstorm and so went to CPF website to check it out. What is the market value? Mm-hmm. Is there a definition on that? Mm-hmm. But it's actually based on its um, transaction value and also a valuation. So I think most of the time CPF might have a, uh, using the valuation of the property itself as a basis to see, are you doing your very best to sell the property at the highest price mm-hmm. to so-called cover all the CPF and the accrued interest itself? So take example, if let's say the valuation is actually at four fifty and if let's say you have sold your property at four hundred thousand, it's way below valuation, they would want to check with you what happened and uh, why does you sell below valuation and that might be a need for you to refund your CPF and the accrued interest in cash. Boon, you're in this field. Does valuation across banks is it always the same or are there some differences? Every bank will have their own panels of valuer. So for CPF, um, private properties, they will actually have a valuers to value the properties. Um, HDB, you need to sell the property itself first, get the option. Then the buyer will actually 
uh, request for the valuation report, then you will know that the valuation figures, how much would that be? So is this basically um, across the board for, for HDB and for private property, as in if you cannot fully refund your CPF monies, will you not be required to top up in cash in the uh, case of yes. HDB and private property, or is it just for the HDB resale flat? What we are seeing is actually across the broad, because uh, based on the CPF trend that's mm. been released recently for 2020, the one that is on the headline itself, yep. the board did not indicate the shortfall in funds from this group of people and also did not give a breakdown whether be it, is it HDB mm-hmm. or private property. So right. it's actually across the broad. So what we know is it's 4,580 people who were unable to fully refund their CPF monies last year. This compared with about 3960 the year before, 3380 in 2018. So we know broadly across the board, but we yes, don't have a breakdown. Um, yeah, we don't have a breakdown. CPF did not break down. And the interesting part is for hmm. 2021 data. I checked on the CPF website. They only released during this July 2022. And a uh, good thing about the uh, overall of the CPF member using uh, CPF to pay their housing loan installment have actually came down the number of homeowners from 2018, 817,000 homeowners mm-hmm. to 2020, there's 799,000. So you can say that owners become more savvy in financial. They're actually trying to use lesser CPF in paying their home uh, loan installment itself. Okay, so back to this whole idea of if you try to get the best price for your flat, then it doesn't seem like you have to top up your your own CPF that's been used. So what do people do if they cannot sell at market value but don't have the funds to pay themselves back in their CPF? I think before we start off uh, selling the property itself, normally we do a financial calculation for our customer itself. Mm -hmm. Um, the, The essential part is, uh, why do you need to sell? And if there is any profit or cash positive sales, then we we'll actually proceed. If let's say there's a negative um, in this situation, there's a shortfall in the CPF return. So we always suggest to clients uh, whether would you want to stay put or is there very strong reason that you by hook, by crook, you need to shift to another location or sh- shift to a smaller property, then we actually will actually recommend to sell. And uh, of course, we always try to get the valuation or the indicative for the property itself to have a better gauge of um, what is the market value at that time. Okay. So, you know, we're trying to work out what is the real cost to you of using your own CPF for your home payments. Uh, Does CPF take the maximum amount that the sale price allows? You know, does this mean that because of the accrued CPF interest, uh, you're going to have to find a way to maybe fork out transaction costs. Maybe you don't have to top up your CPF shortfall in cash, but you're still going to have to fork out the transaction costs, the costs of um, uh, your agent, for example. I guess the question is basically, do you have to repay the CPF shortfall first? The, always the charge you will come in this way. Mm. Uh, the selling price will actually, you need to pay back the whichever the bank, bank or the HDB for the loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, you need to pay back the CPF. So plus the include interest. So whatever you have used from your CPF, yeah. uh, including the uh, HDB housing grant, all this will come and also attract 2.5% accrued interest on that. So if let's say there's already a shortfall, yep. meaning that this property sales will be going to be a negative one, mm-hmm. so customer will have actually have a choice whether to proceed with it or not to 
market the property. And so if you read this headline and you think, oh, I've sold at market value, so I'm not going to have to top up in cash, you're still going to have that cash component of transaction costs, right? Yes, correct. Including your uh, agent commission, Mm -hmm. your legal fee, your miscellaneous, all this, you need to actually pay up. All right. In cash itself. So you need to get ready about maybe plus minus 2,000, 3,000 to, I mean, uh, providing the agent com uh, 2%, uh, depending on your property value yeah. itself. I mean, it could be mm. five figures. I mean, depending on yes, the, uh, the amount that your house sells at and then that 2% agent fee could be significant. And then there's Correct. legal fees as well. Uh, have you had any experience with clients, Boone, who have faced this problem of not uh, having enough to fully refund their CPF, even after they think they've sold at a profit? So far, so good. Um, there's only one case when we did the financial calculation for the customer. Um, they actually, it's a, there's a shortfall to refund. So after talking to them, they're actually finding some alternative not to sell their property. They actually stay put and we did not go into the sales of the property itself. Uh, the other thing, back to just now, the, the thing that we are talking about, the CPF having the uh, second charge, the bank have the first charge. Always remember your outstanding loan, every month you will be paying installment. It will mm-hmm. be getting smaller and smaller. Right. But your CPF and your accrued interest will be getting bigger okay. and bigger. Right. Yeah, so sometimes during the sales, like you might have a barely make it, maybe just 10,000 cash proceed mm-hmm. uh, during the sales. But end the end of the completion itself, you actually become a negative sale. Right, exactly. And uh, just one point to take note that any money uh, in cash, the option fee uh, or the exercise fee that is in cash, you need to pay back to the CPF so for them to complete the deal if, let's say, it's negative sales. In Got this it. situation. Got it. So what should people think about when they are pricing their flats? They may not all have an agent who is going to sit down with them and help them think through how much they've used in their CPF. What can listeners think about when pricing their flats? Good thing nowadays, um, lots of, um, the pricing is very transparent now. HDB hmm. pricing, you can actually can check out HDB website. Mm-hmm. Private property, you actually can check out URA website. So these two actually take care of uh, what's supposed to be transacted during this recent recent time. Mm-hmm. The second portion, your CPF, you actually can just click on. CPF have done a very good job in providing all these the figures. Calculator. Yeah. yeah, the calculator, mm-hmm. your, your data, how much you need to pay back, uh, specifically your principal account your grant, your accrued interest based on that particular day. So you actually can do a rough calculation. And of course, there's lots of um, website that's actually promoting sell by yourself, HDB. That, hmm. That's one thing on that. Mm. You actually can save comes costs on that. I'm glad you mentioned time because when we talk about accrued interest, it's a function of time. So you might have done, you have this mental figure in your head about how much of your CPF that you've used, but you need to get to those calculators so you can figure out if you sell next month, for example, how much are you going to have to pay back, right? Mm, mm. What do you think people should really think about when deciding how much of their CPF they should use for housing, Boon? CPF, uh, of course, there will always be two, two schools of that. Uh, mm. Some of them will actually believe in uh, CPF. Okay, CPF means... To my personal view, CPF is mainly for retirement. The main objective is still for retirement. It's just that CPF allows um, members to use CPF funds to purchase property. So uh, if you are taking out all the CPF money and pay for the property, whatever you have taken out from CPF, they will actually attract a good interest. So uh, nowadays, I think uh, lots of members become much more financial savvy. They actually tend to lower down their CPF usage and let the money grow inside CPF. 
All right. Well, great thoughts there. Thank you very much. Always wise to think prudently about how you use your CPF. We appreciate your time, Boone. Boone has a great book as well. Mr. Boone is the author of The Landlord Club, Untold Strategies to Maximize Rental Property Returns. Thanks, Boone. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me here. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.